Come in. Hey, man, I'm sorry I'm late. The train Shut up! You're here! And good thing, because we've got lots of work. The talk show featuring unforgettable guests with incredible jobs. And now, here's my boss and your host, Katie Lazarus. Welcome to Employee of the Month. I'm so excited to be here with you all. I don't actually know where you are. I don't know if you're in your car or your cubicle or your canoe, but I'm happy to be here. And I just wanted to remind people that the upcoming shows are third Thursday of the month. If you are in New York, live tapings, third Thursday of the month. It's only $20 in advance. And we have incredible people coming up. Ariana Huffington, Olympia Dukakis, Anna Shlomsky, Cynthia Nixon, Nicholas Kristoff. And you have to come, because it's gonna be super fun if you're in New York. Third Thursday, go to Joe's Pub, 9.30, get your tickets in advance, so I don't get any angry emails. And I also wanted to share the people who work on the show, because I feel like it's all about me, and there are just tons of lovely um, special snowflakes who are also part of the show. Mm -hmm. And Jelly Donut, who is the worst intern, um, is here to start things off. Um, When you're not not doing a good job at interning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're right. Jelly D, a.k.a. Andrew Bancroft. Um, you are a singer, songwriter, yeah. lover. Yes, all those things. <laughs> Poet. Um, yeah, I do a lot of um, different creative endeavors. Um, I have a new band called Moon Drunk, um, which is kind of like indie folk stuff, but we work a little bit of gangster rap in each show. As one does. Yeah, of course. You Joan gotta... Baez was all over that, and then oh. she was like, you know what, I gotta let this one go because I know the Jelly D's gonna want to get on in this. Yeah, totally. It's, it's You piss a lot of people off at Lilith Fair if you uh, bring Dr. Dre into it, so... Uh, and in that band, you also work with Yair Evnin, who's also been part of the band, and he's been on the show. He works with Lady Rizzo a lot. Oh, yeah. Super talented. Um, he plays cello yes. with us, and uh, he's also a phenomenal producer and guitarist. So we're just starting to dive into. And ladies' man. Um, oh, yes. Of course. <laughs> he is a stud. Um, and, and then Ashley Perez Flanagan is uh, our third, and her voice is just like, pff, knockout. That's, you come to New York, and it's just like... Endless streams of people with way more talent than you. Not you in particular, but... (laughs) Everyone else. Did you feel that way when you were working in San Francisco and you were doing improv and comedy there? You know, there's tons of uh, talented people in San Francisco. Um, It's a smaller place, and people who have the highest level talent, I would say, eventually go to New York or L.A. That's a very general statement. Um, but San Francisco has a lot of talent, and what it, what it maybe lacks in the like uh, competitiveness, it gains in this like freedom to explore. So it's a good place to, to, to get your such a cool place to wet. to start off. Yeah, we man, my my buddy Kenny and I were running a an improv theater bu- bus trip where people would get drunk and we'd have our folk musician friends play a song in a tree and I'd be wearing a diaper and we'd have, create a theme and 
you know, like just like wild shows that we did out there that I, I don't know if they would ever survive or exist here because it's like, well, how much is the theater? How much is the bus? We don't have time for this. Nobody's going to come to the show. You know, right? You know. That if it's not going to make it on some level, there's no point to it. Totally. Where there is just like, come on, we get. Let's We've explore. Got a bag of pills and a night off, you know. <laughs> like, let's we know clowns. Let's do it. Is that where you got involved with Freestyle Love Supreme? Yeah, um, to a degree. I um, Anthony Venenziale, who um, I went to Wesleyan with, um, so did, I. did you? Uh, uh, moved out to San Francisco, and we ran into each other on the street, um, and we're like, "Hey, oh, what's up?" And we just ended up. We were like, "Hey, do you want to?" Do you want to do some rapping right now? And we're like, how did two white men look at each other and be like, "You look like you would be really good at freestyle hip hop." I think and we rapping. already knew that about each other. I, I think I'd been doing some jelly donut comedy rap online. And so that was I already. That he was yeah name? yeah yeah totally. So I, I got the name Jelly Donut uh, from my mom, who called me Jelly Donut when I was a fat baby, um, and then it just stuck as my rap name when I when I needed to. This, Get a rap name. Just like Notorious B.I.G.'s story. Oh, like, like just, I mean, tea. peas in a pod, honestly. <laughs> just just the only difference was I was in China, Maine, and he was here in Brooklyn. Um, but other than that, our lives were... I haven't been shot yet, but... Otherwise. Well, that's not entirely true. My brother used uh, to yes. shoot me with BB guns and pellet guns, so I got some street cred in the woods of Maine. And your brother works in Homeland Security, right? Yes, my brother is a customs agent. Um, you guys couldn't be more different, it seems like. Yeah, yeah, no, it's true. He's got like straight red hair. We see a picture of us right there uh, on my fridge. So I'm looking at it just for it because it's an audio podcast. Yep, yep. Um, a kid with red hair and freckles and a mattress plaid jacket. Um, sitting next to a blonde, blue-eyed kid in an also preppy jacket, but a little more... You look like you could be a salesman in the 70s. It's like four <laughs> tones of blue. Yeah. Um, the jacket, the tie. I love kids and ties. That's style. Yeah. yeah. It's like the parents force these ties on kids. Oh, totally. So that is that is <laughs> so a little uh, carrot cake and jelly donut. <laughs> carrot cake and jelly donut have adorable bowl cuts also. Yeah, yeah. We could have been Beatles. So in terms of... So you had already started freestyle... Yeah, I'd, I'd been doing some freestyling, and I knew that Anthony was part of Freestyle Love Supreme, the kind of premier improv uh, hip-hop group here in New York. Uh, and when he moved out to um, San Francisco with his lovely wife, Caricia, we decided that we would start the, like, sister group to Freestyle Love Supreme. So we started a group called The Freeze, and I knew a bunch of musicians, and we pulled them in, and it just became um, kind of the... San Francisco version of Freestyle Love. And then when I moved back here, I was really lucky enough to fold into Freestyle Love with Lin-Manuel and Chris Jackson and David Diggs and Arthur and Shockwave and uh, such talented people. And I, you know, was just landed in New York and they were like, cool, let's do shows at Joe's Pub. And it was a dream. Did you, and now they have a show on Pivot. Yeah, yeah, they they um, had a, had a, uh, series on Pivot, which it's is okay. really funny. It's awesome. Is. Go find it on iTunes. <laughs> Freestyle Love Supreme. Um, I thought you were going to say where the channel is. Like, no one can find it. <laughs> I, everything's online. I don't have it. And Lin-Manuel's in Hamilton now. Yeah, um, uh, which is phenomenal. And with them, did you get a tattoo? Doesn't everyone in the band have a tattoo? I have yet to get my tattoo. Well, the band's... The group's a little bit on a hiatus now as Hamilton is soaring, 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 and it, it will continue to do so, I'm sure. 
Um, but a number of the members are in that group. So we'll, we'll, we'll see if the rest of us get together and, and do some more shows um, this year, hopefully. Uh, and I don't know. I'm open to get that tattoo. I'm always, I've, I have that like tattoo, like I want more, but I can't. I don't know. You know, I'd love to get sleeves, but it's such a commitment. It's, uh, I don't know what's important enough. You've done some really loopy shows. Like you did a weed show. Yeah, yeah, I just shot a uh, little comedy pilot in um, uh, California um, that might be called High Country, it might be called Grass Valley, but it's about growing weed in um, California. I like Grass Valley. And yeah, well, that's an actual place. (laughs) I think the people in the town were a little skeptical of a show being called that, you know. Too honest, too on the nose. Maybe, maybe. But um, yeah, that was a fun one to shoot because I left zero degree Brooklyn and was in 70 degree Nevada City, California, surrounded by redwoods and snorting fake cocaine and doing hippies from behind on camera. Um, it was a really fun, fun, crazy role. I was like the the wild, wild man for that. And you've sort of broken the mold in that like in California, I feel like you had a lot of commercial success. You did that dig you know that show for DIGB? Yeah, yeah. Um, the Dig Reel for Revision 3 um, was a web show that I wrote and hosted for a number of years. And that, that was great. It had a, had a good good fan base and um, was a blast. It was kind of Tosh.0 before Tosh.0. It was Tosh.1. I don't know what, what it, comes before .0. You need to put a negative there. What's that? <laughs> but the, the, no, no you're, I understand what you're saying. But <laughs> I just think it's interesting because you like came to Brooklyn and did break the mold in that like you are here genuinely experimenting and like trying out so many different mediums. Like you are constantly doing these videos and you're performing at the Wayland station. Way station. Way station. Yeah, the Way station me. on Washington. Mm-hmm. I love like I acted there. There's land there. It's, it's, it's a bar. <laughs> it's yeah, it's not an aerial <laughs> It's a grassy venue. knoll. Um, <laughs> but I haven't seen someone in a while who does so many different things and is still able to um, live on their own and yeah, I mean, nice well, you know, I, yeah, I worked in advertising for a number of years to finally pay off school and <laughs> save some money. And, you know, toward the end of my stint there, I was like, oh, my God, when I save up enough money, I will just do what I want to do with my life for as long as I can. And I'm on year two of doing that now. And it's a blast. So I'm working on a screenplay. I'm, you know, doing freestyle rap stuff over here and indie folk stuff over here and I have some claymation rap videos called the um, the world's shortest rap hits that I'm going to release in about a month, I think. Where should people go to see all this stuff? Oh man, um, my YouTube channel usually has a, anything that I'm going to put out video wise. That's MC Jelly D is the YouTube, or follow me at Jelly D on Twitter, and I'll I'll always let people know about stuff. But I love that you are so pragmatic. So you worked in advertising, made a bunch of money, and then we're like, okay, now I can just take off and do whatever I want. And I learned a lot from that too. I, I, I thought of it as selling out when I first did it, but I was like broke, 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 broke um, when, I, when I started. And it actually was a good fit. I was surrounded by creative people, really funny uh, men and women and talented art directors. And then I got to go to New York and LA and work with a million dollar budget to make something that I wrote rather than me being like, uh, John, are you free on Tuesday to come hold up the microphone that I borrowed from my uncle? You know, like <laughs> trying to make stuff on zero budget, you learn a lot, but trying to make something with uh, really talented key players is also very educational. Cause now I'm like, Huge. oh, I'm a shitty producer. I need to hire a really and good intern. producers when I, oh, terrible. Yeah, there's, there's, I like to wear a lot of hats, but there's, there are many hats that 
I need other people to be wearing when I make something, if I want to make something good. And I know what those are now. And what are those hats? Because I, I shouldn't have cut you off because I think that's a yeah. really important um, thing to know as quick as possible. And that is what you are not good at. Yeah. No, it's great. Yeah. I mean, back when my buddy Kenny uh, Taylor and I were making uh, a musical, we made this thing called Evolution the Musical, you know, like we just thought we would wear every hat ourselves. And I was like, cool, I can write something, produce something, direct something. I, I And I found that my strengths are in writing and to a degree performing and I, some directing too, but I am not the camera guy. I'm, there are people who know that equipment so well and that technology changes so quickly and there are people who are brilliant at it. Uh, producing is such a huge one, line producing and just overall uh, creative producing, pulling a project together and budgets and timelines. And you know that was one thing in the ad world where like I didn't even have to, you know, you write some fart joke and then right. somebody right. with a degree is like, cool, you show up here, the car will be here, here's your hotel and we know we'll get over here and this will be the deep, you know, I'm just like, oh my God, this person is brilliant at doing all the things that I hate to do and it's like so important. Producers it's are my, liberating. good producers are my favorite people in the world. I mean, the other thing there is like, there's so much pressure now, whatever your um, success level to constantly be marketing your stuff as well. So oh, PR and PR for sure. That's that's one piece of the puzzle that just is is I've got to fill in. You know, we we've been talking about this where it's where it's just like even sometimes people who are great at making things, beautiful things, funny things are not the best people to be telling others about them and spreading them. It's very it's hard to do. It's It's also like be, now I think it's necessary regardless of what field you're in. Like I feel like oh, sure. it's become such an a um, every person for themselves uh, kind of world where like whether you're an academic, like even if you're in a system, you somehow have to really like identify yourself as a brand. And for so many of us, we didn't go into these professions thinking of ourselves that way. Yeah. It's, it's a new era of... It is, and it's it's just hard to do. I don't know, to like ask somebody, like you are literally asking someone to like you. It's the, like that's even in the in terminology really, yeah, know, on Facebook a, where I'm like, all right, Moon Drunk, our band <laughs> that I'm really proud of has a page, but now I have to like go to people and be like, will you like us? It's, it's so like true. a Anytime. kindergartner be like, are you my friend? <laughs> I feel like this, like I'm got a Valentine or flowers. So like <laughs> if someone like likes Employee of the Month on Facebook or they like donate, if they donate, and oh it's like God. practically like we went to first base. Like yeah. I'm like that was really oh, that's, fun. That, yeah, no, that's cop and a feel right there. You're just like sweet. Um, well, I'm gonna encourage people to see you at the way station on Wednesday before our show to get a taste. Yeah, yeah. March 18th um, will be there in New York. And April 8th. And yeah. March 19th. I, I am excited that even though you are the world's worst intern, you are Ugh. so fun to perform with. So I'm so excited to have Thanks. you. Thanks. Back at you. I love love being part of the show. So thank you. Some shucks. Oh, shucks. Um, and keep on keep on exploring. I think that was like so smart to save up and now just splurge. Like, yeah, I'm like an adult child right now. It's really fun. I get to make videos one day and then hang with you the next. And, and you're a good. single male in Brooklyn. That's so odd. <laughs> um, yeah. Thank employee. you so much, Jelly D, for being the employee of the month. Oh, thanks for having me, Katie. Thanks to all of you for listening. Thank you to Ian Mayazov for editing this together. And I will um, talk to you guys next week. Have a good one. Peace. It's like ethical weather out. It's sunny. I'm going to go outside. You guys should go outside. Woo-hoo!